Hello everyone, welcome to the Safe Space Podcast, hosted by Mercy Jones Sezini. I am so excited once more to be here. Um, I wish you could see me right now. <laughs> I am blushing. Honestly, I I love this the space. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to to the first episode and reflecting and sharing your thoughts um it means a lot to me um may god bless you and may you thrive in every space you find yourself in let's get started well i've decided to do part two of nine principles for navigating adulthood so this is a three-part series and so today i'm doing the second part and then next week i'll be doing the last one anyway the first principle is your view of who god is affects your relationship with him so I had this view about particularly God the Father that he didn't love me and that he wanted me to be destroyed so he wasn't necessarily interested in my salvation and so I I I saw God the Father as this tyrant who had to be appeased by Christ you know I I really imagine him saying no it's time for mercy to do, to 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 go now or it's time for us to to shut the door of mercy and not allow mercy to be saved and i'd imagine christ saying oh no father let's give her a chance man you know and then god would say okay if you say so and so for the longest time i even struggled to see him as my father I have found myself not trusting him. I found myself um feeling like God was just out to get me, you know? And I would really struggle with verses like I know the plans I have for you. Um I want you to prosper. I'd be like, but really now? And it was only like a few years back when I started to read on the plan of salvation that I realized actually God is as interested as God the Son in my salvation and he is as much involved as Christ. And as I also began reading um the Old Testament, you know, and seeing how patient God was with his people i realized actually god is not what i thought he was he's a loving gentle patient father and so much more and as i also began to reflect in my own life um the many a times where i had put myself in a mess and how we would just come true for me i realize you know what um god is actually 
loving and it was only when i had that realization that i was able to to relate to him as my father that i was able to then be that i was able to begin opening up um and trusting him and and surrendering and so sometimes it's i've realized that your relationship with god might not be close because there are underlying um misconceptions that you might have with him about him rather and so it's so important to really ask ourselves who is god to me so that you can really get to a point where you can see maybe why you are not as close to him or you are struggling to really surrender and to trust him completely and so it's also important to have your own personal view of who God is not what other people say he is because honestly you can't relate to what other people say God is so you need to to really ask God um to reveal himself to you and you know what what i love about God is when we ask him questions he doesn't get irritated You know, I remember struggling with this concept of God the Father. And I really felt guilty. I was ashamed. I even cried. I was like, "God, I'm so sorry. I I feel embarrassed, but I'm really struggling with with seeing you as my father." And you know what? God was gracious enough um to hear me and to reveal himself to me. And so, yeah, it could be that it's not that you don't want to serve god or you, it's not like you don't want to have a personal relationship but it's simply that your view of god is wrong the second principle is make choices you can live with make choices you can have peace when you sleep at night you know <laughs> Yo, when I think about choices, being able to just make a choice is such a privilege. You know, I it, it, because I feel like we make choices every day. Even on on simple things like what should I drink, what should I wear, what should I eat, such that it becomes a norm. But I've realized, you know what? being able to make choices is such a huge privilege and it comes with a lot of responsibility um i've come to realize that our choices to a large extent affect other people you know you might make a choice thinking this is all about me i just want to have fun or i just I just want to do this, you know. It doesn't involve my mother, doesn't involve my friends, it doesn't involve the church. But somehow that choice you make will affect other people. And so I've realized that it's so important to think things true, you know. Really take a moment and count the cost. As I'm making this decision, 
even if it's about my life will it not at some point hurt those who are close to me you know and looking back i've made some bad decisions and somehow they ended up hurting my my family in some way and you know there are decisions that i took seven years ago but i'm still paying for them so it's also important to realize that our choices have consequences and the question we need to ask will we be able to live with those consequences and sometimes you know we we can't even imagine the consequences and and that's where god comes in that's where we need um the guidance of god because sometimes it's easy to make a choice thinking no it will work out well it will be okay but in essence it turns out badly and because of that many things go wrong so it's really important to pray about our choices and to trust god's guidance i've also learned that it's important to seek counsel you know there's no shame in asking for help there's no shame at all and i feel like i don't know whether it's i don't know where it comes from maybe it's pride where we feel like we, sh- we we shouldn't ask for help but i realized that some some things actually they need um guidance from other people because we can have a one we can have one-sided view but if you go to someone um they can open up your mind and you can end up making a a better decision yeah that's it on choices the third principle is invest in your health um there are so many habits that we form um that actually cost our health it could be overeating um it could be sleeping late it could be not drinking enough water or eating too much sugar like yours truly um but i've learned that our health is so important as i as i observe myself i realized that my health or the decisions i make regarding my health affect every sphere of my life when i i do not respect the principles of health my spirituality lacks there's some dullness i feel like i'm more it's more easy for me to 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 make bad decisions rather than making good decisions you know even my mental state is not at its best you know and sometimes i can even be a bad person to be around because i'll be irritated or whatever the case may be but i've learned that um our health or our health journey affects every sphere of our lives and so sometimes you you might find yourself wondering why am i feeling like this why am i dull what's happening and if you take a moment and reflect you'd realize okay i'm not eating 
enough fruits you know and so i'm feeling dull and i i'm not my cheerful self and so yeah it's so important to take care of our of our health and to rest as well i believe um we live we living in a time where there's a lot of talk about hustling and it's a good thing you know even the bible um encourages us to be hard workers but it's important to not sacrifice your health for money it, I, i really because you know what the sad part is you will sacrifice your health to get the money but when it's time to enjoy the money you'll be sick do you get it so it's really important to never sacrifice your health for money i remember a time where i was struggling with planning at work right and so i'd have sleepless nights and this one particular monday i went to work and you know i feel like my my body shut down I literally could not think. I felt overwhelmed and I had to go on bed rest for the whole week because I was not resting, I was not eating enough, I was not drinking my water, you know? And literally I couldn't work for the whole week because I was not taking care of myself. Believe me, that was a scary time, you know? as confessing my sins or as begging god like oh bawo just one more time you know please don't don't allow me to die but the truth is had i made better choices i wouldn't be in that situation believe me it's not nice to to be sick you know at that point it was like i was relearning how to do um simple things like eating how to walk i'd use the wall just to walk i'd have to walk for a few seconds and sit down that's how hectic it was and so really we need to invest in our health and i believe that the the first step is reading on health asking the why question why should i invest in my in, in my health how does my body works what foods must i eat because sometimes we don't appreciate health because we don't even know why we should be doing this stuff but once you start reading you appreciate so um i think it's important to just um also read up on health so that you make informed decisions the fourth principle is charity begins at home Wow. <laughs> I've recently um realized this principle. You know, I feel like it's so easy to seek for love and friendship and warmth in relationships and friendships and we leave out our homes. But I've realized that it's in the home circle that you can have all that you seek the love that you so desperately want is actually at home but it just requires work 
I realized that my family deserve my my warmth. My family deserves my kindness. My family deserves my best self. I should set time apart um, for them. I should learn to be open with them. I should learn to be transparent. I should sacrifice for them, you know. I should serve them. And, you know, it's amazing how beautiful that makes the home when we actually commit ourselves to be our best in the home. And so often than not, we, 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 we dream of a time when we will have our homes and it will be lovely and cheerful. But the question is, if I cannot make or contribute positively in my family, how is that going to happen in the future? You know, it's not possible. So I've realized that sometimes we we lack or we feel like we lack love because we are not giving out love in our homes. And so I've realized, especially as young people are not married, it's so important to use the time we have at home to learn these principles, how to be considerate, how to to be protective of others, how to be gentle, all these important principles that make um, the world a better place. And in doing so, we are able to then have a positive um, impact on the world. So the point is, start at home, you know, start at home. If you want intimacy, give the hugs at home. If you want words of affirmation, do it at home. And then you'll be amazed at how it changes everything. The sixth principle is cherish your youth. <laughs> cherish your youth. You know, um, being a young person is such a privilege. Um, Ellen White says, you have but one youth, make it useful. You know, I am 27 years old right now, but at times I feel like I'm so old and I wasted my youth. (laughs) That's how I feel at times. You know, I've realized that this is such an important phase in our lives where we should be making important decisions but also building ourselves up i believe that the phase of being a young person is the time to to really get to know yourself who am i what do i like what's my purpose here you know how can i contribute in a positive way um i've i've also realized that the time of one's youth um, is a time to really invest in yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. You know, just read um, on stuff that really fascinates you. Um, explore, you know. And so I've realized that this is actually a beautiful time and we need to make use of it, you know. Um, And I feel like it's also a time to work on those insecurities you might have. 
sometimes you may find yourself seeking um, so much validation from other people but i believe that it's important to really find why this is so you know just work on those things that that are not good whether it's overspending whether it's having negative thoughts and being a negative person whether it's constantly complaining or being anxious all those things i believe when you are a young person these are the things that you need to work on so that as you grow older you you reap good rewards you know um ellen white says the company which the young keep the habits they now form and the principles they now adopt are an index to the state of the to the state of society for years to come so wow the people we are right now is a reflection of society in years to come and the question is what kind of a young person am i will the person am i will the person i am today contribute positively in years to come and you honestly i believe that question really needs us to be honest if i am lazy how will that contribute positively in years to come if if i i i seek validation and i'm constantly insecure how will that contribute positively obviously it would mean that i'd be a compromising individual just so that i can be accepted do you get my point and so i feel like this 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 statement really needs us to reflect and really ask ourselves difficult questions that if i do not even have self control right now what will happen in years to come and so yeah man being a young person is such a privilege but it comes with a lot of responsibility and then um principle number 7 says protect your truth i don't know how to really express this thought of protecting your truth but i realized that you know we live in an age where there's opinion about everything and you must be you must be careful of what you expose yourself to because by beholding you become changed right you are what you eat and so it's important to get to a place where you you have opinions you have your own opinions about certain things about everything in fact and so your opinions shouldn't come from what society thinks or what you think others want you to think but it should really come from a place where you have sat down read on it prayed about it and now you have an opinion or you'll find yourself going with the flow you know there are so many narratives now nowadays that well you you hear things like um 
gender fluidity or neutrality um there's so many so many so many things that people talk about such that you'll find yourself even losing yourself or losing your mind you know what do they say about truth truth is relative i don't know i'm not sure about the term but the point is there are so many opinions that you'll find yourself not knowing who you are because you are constantly following people um, and and exalting their their opinions and i so and i believe that it's so important to really take time always to ask yourself questions what is my view on this and to really be honest is this really your view or is it affected by what society has taught you because i realized that some of the things i i i cherish or some of the thoughts i've heard in the past they were not necessarily mine but they were what i was socialized into so it's really important to have your opinion your own opinions about everything and then principle principle number 8 says protect the boy child wow i don't know how to really share this one as well but you know i realized that there's so much um violence right in in our country in south africa and um, i feel like the me- the issue of safety is an everyday thing for 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 you as a woman um especially if you travel um using public transport or even if you have your own car for that matter so i've realized that i often ask myself how did it get here you know how is it that if a male is walking behind me i'll find myself saying a prayer and i'd probably walk faster or slower so that this person can pass me or I'd even end up crossing the road do you get me and so i've realized that we need to deal with the root cause and i know that the root cause is sin but there are also other elements that come come into play if you look at how the boy child is raised you realize that often than not um the 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 hand is loosened the child can come at whatever time they want um you look at how boys interact there's always an element of violence there's always an element of beating there's always an element of yeah there's so many elements that come into play when they are they are growing up you hear statements like indotaikali you know a man is not supposed to cry um uyindoda fonini funokuqina um you are a man you must be strong you know all these um all these things um they have a certain influence and you realize that manhood because is 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 often 
about physical strength and proving that you are strong but not about the inner work um being gentle being kind being responsible um um respecting other people's boundaries and so much more and so i personally believe that we have a role in making boy children aware of those principles we need to have conversations with them while they are young and i believe it's the christian thing to do because if you look at christ he was the perfect example of what um, a man should be and also i realized that we should protect the boy child because they are under a lot of attack as much as girl children but you know now the danger is there's a lot of focus on um girls you know take a girl child to work there are so many programs for girls but then we leave these boys behind we forget that they are still children and if we neglect them satan will implant all these evils and will see violence and rape increasing so my point is we really need to take time and invest in boy children as well we need to to really make them aware that they exist for a purpose and god has really created them for a purpose but in order in order for them to 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 fulfill that purpose they need to have self control they need to respect other people's boundaries they need to be kind they need to to realize that they must be pure because we we really don't want to be raising men who who have children out of wedlock we don't want to be raising men who beat we don't want to be raising men who rape and so it's important that we work on these issues while these boys are young and so that's that's how i see it anyway and then the last principle says the fact that it burdens you means you can do something about it you know those burdens that we all have you know it could be about something happening in your area it could be something that's happening at church or at work but i believe that god puts burdens in our in our hearts you know you will be worried about children that can't read for example and the fact that you see it means you are the one who should do something about it instead of wanting um to con- convince others to join in or to help you with it i personally believe that when god puts a burden in your heart he will also provide the resources he'll provide um the wisdom he'll provide you with anything and if necessary he'll also provide you with people you can work with um yeah so that's that's all there is for me um i really pray that you find something even this week um i pray that you continue reflecting with me and 
yeah um you get to a better place um you get to a place where you are growing may god bless you